Welcome to IntelliKey Leadership Stories, a series of unique interviews with successful people in many fields. Leaders who are innovating, building, and guiding organizations with a higher vision. How they put their values into practice to achieve the full potential of themselves and their organizations. Now, here's your host for IntelliKey Leadership Stories, Kirsten Gouldy and Mark Stenson. Well, hello, friends, and uh, it's great to be with you again. Thanks for joining us for this uh, episode of our new podcast. It's called IntelliKey Leadership Stories. I'm your host, Mark Stenson. I'm president of Bioscience Bridge. We're a heart-centered branding consultancy. And I'm Kirsten Gouldy, CEO of Pure IntelliKey, intuitive advisor, professional coach, and consultant. Well, good to be with you again, uh, yeah. Kirsten. Great to see you. And, uh you know, we, we've had the pleasure of, of knowing and working with so many great folks uh, literally around the world. And this podcast was really uh, envisioned as a way for Kirsten and I to introduce some of these people to you and hear their leadership stories and not, not just talk about them and their principles and their beliefs, but really get into their day-to-day actions. You know, what practices do they have? Uh, what leadership skills are they uh, sharing with the people they work with? And, and so that's the real fun about this podcast, isn't it, Kirsten? Just talking to these people that we, we know as great leaders, but we want everyone to know what makes them great leaders. That's right. And to me today, I'm very excited because we have um, Richard Maloney, who is the CEO of a couple of companies that we'll describe in a few moments. But, you know, I've, I've met Rich. I've been really excited to have him on the show. And he's passionate about guiding people and helping people thrive in their lives. And this is exactly the conversation we love to have with our guests for our audience. Hi, Richard. How are you doing? Good morning, uh, Mark, and good morning, Kirsten, and well, it's good evening to your listeners, but uh, I'm doing great. It's Melbourne. It's, it's a uh, Monday morning, and I'm ready for a big week, a crazy time of the life, but a big week is coming our way. That's there right. There you go. That's well, right. We're, we're glad to hear from Melbourne uh, that despite isolation, here we are talking with each other across the, uh, across the world, across the oceans, and uh, we're, we're staying together and connected. Well, I think that's one of the gifts we're going to get from these uh, adver- adverse times is uh, we are all one anyway, aren't we? I mean, that's the way I see the world. And hopefully we can come together as a global community now, as opposed to separated by uh, countries and borders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, I- tell, why don't you just start by telling us a little bit, uh, you know, you said, hey, it's a Monday morning. You know, we're starting the week off. But what, what's on your desk? What are you working on right now? What, what projects are you looking forward to? Okay, well, as you know, I run two companies. Uh, in particular, the one I'm uh, focusing on most at the moment is called Quality Mind. Uh, not because of the way the world is at the moment, because of the last 12 months, it seems to be a major area, which is mindfulness and heart-based leadership and intuitive leadership. Um, so uh, I have a uh, two o'clock today. I have uh, the first of a seven-day uh, free crisis resilience program underway uh, from around the world. And we have about 300 people scheduled for that from about 15 countries. And I'm so one of them. Be... <laughs> yeah, I can say I'm exciting. registered. <laughs> 
Yeah, so we're looking forward to bringing that to life. And then we start another one again in Europe on the 10th of April with my, my, my officers over there. So we're really, and it's a free podcast, Mark. Uh, sorry, you could call it a podcast, but it's free to, uh, and I can just imagine what's going to happen over the next four weeks. We need to get inside people's minds and help them build a strong foundation for these tough times. Yeah, that's Absolutely. fantastic. Absolutely. And Richard, one of the things that I notice in your bio here is that you have an extraordinary track record of transforming businesses, people's sports teams all over the globe. So I'm assuming in this new um, app that you have, this new podcast that you have, you're going to be incorporating a lot of what you've learned from working with these high performing professionals. Yeah, that's right. And so uh, the first company, Engage and Grow Global, really is a group activation system that I, after many years in the sports industry at the elite level, started to see a system. And then uh, then that's that's what that's all about. Now, Quality Mind is a personal activation system, which is for the individual to really build a strong, firm foundation. But yes, you're right, Kirsten. It's really based. The app itself is like, you could say it's your performance coach in your pocket. So we know the IP is good, but when it comes to creating change, it's about habits uh, and you need to change the brain. So uh, this, the app was designed to, to create new habits because you can have all the goals in the world, but the goals won't come to reality until you change the habit to get to the goal in a lot of cases. So uh, that's underpinning it. And uh, all the people that join us for the two o'clock session today will join the app, but it's free. And so uh, they'll learn lots of new things. That's great. That's great. And if I understand correctly, just a little bit about your career background and maybe you can give us a little bit of your genesis, how you got to where you are today and how you got started. But your companies, the two of them are represented in over 35 countries, right? And you have about 400 people globally representing your companies. Yeah, so that's right. I guess to begin with, I mean, I was one of those kids coming through school that was always uh, in my report cards was written, has the ability, but uh, distracts others too easily and loses attention. So uh, I was bored, heavily bored uh, in school. And uh, my only outlet was sport, you could say, because I just didn't know why. I, I knew that I was, and this sounds a little bit crazy, but I knew that I was here for a certain reason. I couldn't quite figure out what it was and I wasn't too stressed about not connecting at school. But um and so as I went along into my adult uh, adolescent years, I did become good at my sport and uh, to the point where the elite teams were looking at me. I was drafted to the elite team here in Australia called St Kilda uh, or recruited, you could say, depending on the language. But uh, And then I, I fell off the rails very quickly because what I'd figured out is I was always the best footballer in my area. But once I went to the big league, I was one of many the best and I crashed. And so uh, my parents separated that year, which added to the pressure uh, and exposed the, the, uh, my inability to, to manage pressure. And so then that, that uh, dream more or less disappeared. And so that's when I really woke up. You could say I went on a very mystical and spiritual journey after that for about 10 years at the age of 19. Um, it was a very confusing time because there was times in my life growing up that I had considered suicide and a lot of deep, dark thinkings. And so I knew I needed help. And so I was pushed to the brink of why are we here? What is this all about? And what am I supposed to be doing here? And so I really went on a 10-year journey and I was uh, you know, seeking out, uh, I was hanging out at New Age bookshops by myself, you know, when my mates uh, had no idea uh, because I was known on the football field as the enforcer. 
and mm. I was very easily getting into a scrap uh, or a pub fight and uh, often sometimes locked up uh, just for the, for the weekend or whatever. But this is my life back then. And I started to see that the anger that I was getting in my life was purely a reflection of my mind. And uh, once I started to change my mind and uh, start loving myself more and all these sorts of things, I started to see my outer world suit, uh, suit my internal world. And so it all started to put these pieces together. And so fast track, uh, you could say 10 years of, uh, you know, really diving deep into metaphysics, into uh, quantum physics, into every religion, every spiritual, mystical uh, dimension of life. I've uh, sort of put the mosaic of the mind together, you could say, and, and then I, I brought quality mind together. Uh, and so I started to use that with elite athletes. And what happened was I very quickly started to see that they released all their injuries because I was cleaning out their mind. And right. uh, these guys and girls who have a pattern of injuries who were at the elite level and just couldn't get a string of games together, uh, I would work with them and within, you know, no more than six to eight weeks, I would have them back on back on the field completely injury-free and playing their best. And so I got a lot of media attention from that. Um, and so we knew that we – I knew that I had something special. So it's a real mixture of Eastern and Western – um, but with today's modern science, uh, which is which is a bit of heart math in technology, and and so look, you know, fast track to today. Here I am. I've got one company that's in thirty five countries with four hundred licensed engage and grow coaches who are really following the system that I built to make create sports championships. And what we're doing there is we're we're just making people happier in the workplace. And ironically, when I train up these coaches around the world, which I have been the last four years. At the end of the three days training, I'm honest with them. I tell them, do you really know what you're doing? I said, you're actually selling love. You're packaging up and selling love. And so don't go in and tell the CEO that just yet. Just let him feel it or let her feel it. And right. they'll, you'll forever. And so well, then. Uh, so Richard, that's very near and dear to me because I come from a corporate background as a C-level. And having gone through some of your quality mind apps myself, right, and going through, you teach a lot of the science, which I personally love because I love where the science and metaphysics, metaphysics are converging again. Um, however, mm. but to your point, right, that heart-based leadership style, and I love how you say you can still be you know, hold, what Mark and I always say, the KPIs, the accountability, the really achieve moving at a high performance, but not at the expense of the heart, the love, the compassion, the two can mold together. And that's what I really hear you saying is you were, have been able to pull that together and then fast forward, you know, you can also heal the body, right? With this work. Well, that's uh, uh, just what's my, yes. I mean, uh, once you, I mean, that's what excites me a little bit now, Kirsten, but I know the long way we're going to have devastation with Corona, but we're going to get further into that hemisphere of, of a love-based community, which is going to be a more of a female energy coming through. Yeah. Um, so that, that's all part of it. But yeah, we've, we've just put it in a way where you've got to be in the current, you've got to be in, in today's world and in the future world in terms of getting the best out of people. And, um, and uh, so there's a whole, I call it the Maloney method or the mosaic of the mind. And, and it's they're not all the things that are mine. I've taken the best of the best from the best thinkers around, like Carl Jung and even Joe Dispenza and these guys and, and these are guys at HeartMath. And I've just systemized an approach where it just seems to be effortless and easy, which is the way it should be in, in, uh, in many situations. Yeah. 
you know, what I liked uh, that you were saying, Richard, was that, you know, e even as you were on your own personal journey, uh, this, like, I know what's right. I can study it all day long, you know, but it's hard to put into practice, you know, and until you kind of shifted your attitude. And I, I was just curious, we're, we're always interested in where that awareness came from. Where, when was the lightning bolt that hit you that said, I have, you know, hey, I'll use your word, activation. You know, where, where was it that says, I got to flip this switch uh, for you personally? I met some really interesting people when I came out of the elite sports world when I was a player. And because uh, uh, I was asking a lot of questions and there's certain people that I, I, I did get mentoring from who were very, very like channeling, you know, um, into a world of uh, connecting with, um, uh, well, I'll lose you here, but there was just an awakening that sort of took a process, I think, of maybe six months, to be honest with you. Like, I just was fed up with the world I was in and, and the way I was behaving and, and acting. And I just, I just went really, I just went heavily within. And, and it, it was like a, um, a seed opening, you could say, and, and it started to grow. And then as that seed grew, I was being nourished from my whole soul's level. And I just knew that when you, uh, I knew I was on track. And as that, I, I kept going down that track, I just felt the right feelings of this is where I need to be, keep learning, uh, absorb it all. And so it would have been literally after that, uh, my parents separated and, and that, that sporting moment collapsed on my dreams. And so, but it's, it's, um, it's like one of those things that whatever's the most exciting for you is where you need to go. And so that's your true north. And I learned that very quickly. Just stay on your true north, which is whatever's the most exciting, head in that direction. And that's really your soul's mission uh, and purpose and passion. Mm-hmm. And, and what about then as you continue this with your daily practice, you know, give it, give us a sense of, you know, a day in the life, where do these still, these metaphysical practices or even, you know, the yoga meditation, what, what about for you personally, how do you integrate these practices into your day? Yeah, you're, I've got to say, everybody's going to say they're busy. So how, how does, how do you make it work? Yeah, I've got a, I've got a quite a structured approach to my day now because I know what really works. But I usually wake at four thirty in the morning, around about four to four forty-five in that space. Uh, I get straight, uh, I go straight into a meditation, and on my app, I've got nearly three hundred on there from different meditation experts. Or I'll scour the internet, usually on YouTube, and find a new one. That so I'll sit there in bed for sometimes forty minutes, uh, and just that's one of my most favourite times of the day. I'll also, uh, after that meditation, go and scour the YouTube, usually looking for new learnings. Uh, and if something pops up, and unbelievably, a lot of the times it does. It's your intention sometimes. And, uh, and then I get a new learning from a new global thought leader. And so then I get up. Uh, usually I'll, I'll do one of two things. I'll grab the dog, Bella. She's a boxer Labrador. And we head out for a morning walk meditation. And so that's about getting my energy up, my vibration up, and getting me into a really state of high, high um, well, you could call it high energy, but it's not that. It's about just getting real clarity on staying excited and getting your, your whole body involved in the experience, not just your mind. And then I'll take off for a walk, and then I'll usually, as Kirsten knows, I'll then head to a park and then maybe do a, a global announcement to my coaches at, uh, in, in, the morning, uh, in the morning moonlight and uh, via video. Now, that's one way. Or I head to Pilates. 
which is down the road, or I'll go out and do some yoga. So there's one of the three things I then do, then head back to home, put up, get the girls up. I've got three young girls um, who, uh, who I give breakfast to and obviously the morning, and then I head to the work, but all day long I'm coaching um, and I'm thought shopping, Mark, and this is important. I mean, on the app, we have thought shopping because every thought creates and your thoughts go into momentum, whether negative or positive. And so I'm constantly watching my thinking, constantly. Never once do I let my thinking go into a place where uh, it's working against me. And so I've trained myself very clearly now over the last few years, and which is what the Quality Mind app does. It's uh, constantly alerting you and notifying you to always watch your thinking. And so throughout the day, I do that. And then at the night times, I take it, I take it, pretty relaxed. So I go home with a glass of wine, see the girls and chill out. And then usually I'll jump on a call probably once or twice a week or three times a week, a nighttime call to do some, some more coaching um, around the world. So there's my, there's my day, buddy. So Richard, I, I have it. a question for you. So a lot of people who are new to high performance or moving into achieving their highest potential, right? They, they're a little scared that they might have to give up certain aspects of their life, right? Or not have what I would call 360 degree abundance, right? If I go for high performance, am I gonna have to give up my family? And I know you mentioned your three daughters, which I love hearing about that. How do you find the balance within your life so you can have a holistic approach to your entire life rather than just high performance in a career or sports? Well, I mean, the, the daily schedule I just gave you there is high performance. Mm-hmm. And that's not hard to do, right? It's about your intention and what, how you want to uh, feel throughout the days. And, I mean, the word high performance in the elite sports world, I get it. That can be quite daunting. It's like even when I coach leaders around the world, um, a lot of them don't want to be a leader because they see it as a burden to their, their home yeah. life, uh, less yeah. pay, all these sorts of things, right. but it comes down to it comes down to who you want to be and how happy are you fulfilling yourself in, in that capacity of getting the most out of yourself. And, and again, it's all choice. I mean, uh, if you have an itching or a craving to wake up every day and feel fabulous, no matter what the circumstance, then that's available to you because we are in my world. We are designed to be happy people, and that in itself is high performance. Because we are actually, the body's DNA is trained to keep us in worry. We're, we're, we're literally brought up in a world where we wake up through cortisol pumping through our veins, straight into panic and worry of yesterday's thinking and tomorrow's concerns. Now, that's just a bad habit. And so we are, we are because our parents did that, our whole community does that a lot. So all we're doing is giving people sharper and laser-like tools to remove those bad habits, which is high performance. And so it doesn't need to be given this big word high performance thing. How do I get that far? Because there's a big gap between now and high performance. As there isn't a gap. It's just now and change your thinking and just maybe a few habit, behavior, uh, habit shifters that's going to make you thrive uh, in, in a world where it's all choice. So uh, having said that, you probably hit a speed bump or two uh, along the way, a pothole in your day something that comes up. So, but and in general in life, how do you address the roadblocks or, you know, things that, that you might encounter and get back on track, get back on that path? 
Well, okay, let me answer this the best way I can. I see everything is neutral. and uh, I, I see the world as everything is neutral until you give it meaning. Everything that happens that. in my daily, daily life, every, every moment by moment, everything is neutral until I give it a label or a meaning. And now I choose not to give things a label or a meaning because we, we live in a dualistic world and there's always, no matter what, two sides of the coin and there's always good and bad. And so learning not to react, learning not to buy in, learning not to give it a label. So when this current pandemic around the world today, I definitely know there's going to be death and devastation. But inside my heart, I'm shrieking with excitement because I want the world to change. Yes. And so I'm pretend, I, I focus in that area every day when I see death and turmoil that I know that everything is always in perfect order. And at the moment, we're just going through a rebalancing. And so I get excited about that because I have three young daughters who I want to go into, want to grow up in the world who are going to go into a different world because I'm fed up with the world we're in today with head-based leadership, ego, greed, uh, and fear-mongering. I want a world where my, my girls can grow up, where it's love, community, connection, empathy, elegance, and unity. And so that's why I, get, I, I choose to focus in that direction. So again, it's all choice. I love that. I love that, Rich. Now, you said a word in the very beginning, you know, that you yourself are an intuitive. And that to me, that's a very important aspect of leadership, right? I did that really enables leadership to move connected to a higher purpose and a higher plane. Can you talk more about your interaction with your own development of intuition and how you use that? in what you're doing? Well, both my businesses have been built on intu intuition. And so I sit quietly. I've learned to go to a place where I can receive and, and get a guidance. And, uh, and it's about me just getting clear on, on my passions and, and my purpose. But intuitive leadership is learning to go within and listen to the Sherpa within, listen to that guidance system. And, uh, and then go down that track. Now, it doesn't always come through with a loud, beaming voice. It comes through with synchronicity, serendipity. It comes through with a feeling or a, a pop-up moment. But learning to how to connect with that, uh, uh, that level of intuition, uh, which is what we teach at Quality Mind. We teach people to, you've got to first uh, clean down. You've got to clean down all the conditioning that you've learned that you don't need that's not required and then once you clean down you refine your filtering which allows uh higher intelligence to sort of uh connect with you which is always connecting with you but we just haven't got the ears to hear it and so we're just cleaning out the ears giving the eyes a uh a, a new new um new lens you could say and and then when you go into that space you learn to connect and uh, you can call it your God, you can call it your spirit, you can call it whatever you want, but there is an intelligence that I like to connect with and, and hence why in the mornings, because when you wake up in the morning but as early as possible, the veil of intelligence is the thinnest. And so you haven't had the day's pump, the day's media and fear pump through your veins by then. And so it allows you to sit quietly and then it's just amazing how it happens. And I just get an insight, I'll get... And knowing I'll, um, I'll, I'll get for a walk and then I'll get it there. Or I'll put up a YouTube and I'll get it there. And I just keep building from that. And, and that's um, intuitive leadership. 
It's, it's terrific. You know, you were talking about uh, being open to these new ideas and these new thinkers. I'd be curious, you know, we, we all have our bookshelves full of uh, great, <laughs> great books and learning. But have there been any unexpected sources, you know, that, that weren't maybe in the, the mainstream names that we all think about? Like one day you were watching a YouTube from somewhere that kind of you said, hey, I, did, I didn't expect to get a new idea here. Oh, Mark, I mean, they're everywhere. I mean, yeah. I look around the world and, uh, and watch uh, people on, um, on YouTube or, or just in general, and I get insights from bad leadership. You know, get, <laughs> yes, well said. That is very true. That I look at all my sports coaches that I've had throughout my journey and leaders in life, and I think I get 90% of my lessons from them. Yeah. Um, because of not what to do. So, it's. I mean, it just depends on how, again, you look at the world and you can look at the world as that bad leader and, and get burnt and over it. But I look at it as thanks for the gift. So, look, it's one of those things I can't really answer because I, I just, I don't connect to the who wrote it, what it is so much. I connect right, to the right. message I get. Uh, and if it sits heavy in my heart or just sparks my heart open, I know that that's got some, uh, it's got some, it's got eggs. That's yeah. awesome. so, Richard, I have a question for you. You talk a lot about, you know, the new world that we get to create from our visioning, right? We have an opportunity in front of us. Crisis creates opportunity. And this is going to define who's a leader and who's going to move to the side and what we pull forward, like you said, for your daughters. And I'm, I have the same philosophy you do. I'm incredibly excited it's all breaking right now, especially here in the United States, because we get to rebuild it. We have medical systems broken, our government's broken, and it's a real opportunity to pull together and create a better world for us. What do you see? What I mean, you started touching on it. What do you see for us? Because I'm sure this is part of your coaching and part of your development, right? To become the leader that's going to lead the change. Well, yeah. Look, <clears throat> I mean, we've touched on it, but uh, I mean, you're talking in terms of individual or, or across the world? Because I would sense- say across the world and then down to individual contributors, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there's going to be an equalisation with the male and female energy on the planet. I mean, that's that's a given. I can see that happening. I and mean, the female emergence over the last five years has been unprecedented, but it's been amazing. So I think that'll help rebalance the energies, uh, which allow uh, the, the women leaders to come through. Um, but in essence, it has to be driven by um, unity and equality. If everything is not, if, if you don't have an equal society, it's in, in, out of balance. Mm-hmm. So, because equality creates unity, and when you create that, then you create high levels of trust and truth. And so, when you get to, a, I mean, that's the world we want. Equality creates unity, creates trust and truth. So, if we can get to a place where everything's equal uh, to a degree, I mean, uh, then you're not. It's like the heartbeat. You can be up and down, up and down, and it's a very rocky road. But when you go into heart rhythm, you can get more of an equal balance. And so. It doesn't have to be very complicated. It's just got to work for everyone. At the moment, the systems don't work for everyone because there's a lot of greed. Uh, the institutions are crumbling now. Once pressure goes on the individual or, or society, that's when the cracks appear. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we need to, and this is the thing, really important. When the cracks appear, 
in the tarmac of a road, we can't just replace it with a bit of bitumen. You've got to actually replace the entire road. And so that's what we need to do. We need to go in and relook at the whole foundation of the road and then put in a stronger Teflon type road that can't be rocked under pressure. Because right now, you know, around the world, you look at the road systems, they're just filling gaps and filling cracks. And again, when the pressure goes on, those cracks will just become bigger. So, and this is what's really exciting is because the next generation coming through are ready to do this. Yes. Uh, they're, uh, they're fully ready. They're equipped. They're excited by it, which means that's where they need to be. And you'll start to see firmer uh, foundations of equality and unity come into the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. And I do, I love your analogy of the crack in the road versus the new road, right? Because we don't want to go back and just fix what's broken right now. It is time to rebuild. And that does come, we get choice, right? That's been a word you've used throughout the entire you know, discussion today is we all have choice moment to moment to moment. Right. And so uh, when you wake up in the morning, do you choose to get concerned about the day ahead? And I get it. We're, in, we're going to go and do huge amounts of uh, uh, pressure in, in the next four to five weeks. And so you get to choose how you want to respond. The most important time of the day, no matter what, hands down, is that first second when you wake up in the morning. And so then living to that uh, alignment and being the leader of your family and the leader for your community, because as you said, this is when the leaders will step up and this is when the, uh, the charlatans will, will be found out. Yes. And so um, we need to get in there and retrain a lot of leaders because they've learned bad habits. And, uh, and I guess um, if we can get out there virally, which is what we're doing, which is the quickest way, then we're doing our job. But in hindsight, you know, like you asked me earlier, Mark, about when was the epiphany. I feel like I've been trained, been trained the last 20 years in preparation for these sorts of pressure moments. And so um, that's why I say that, you know, there's an element of excitement or spark in my heart ready for this because uh, we know how to respond. And not only that, uh, helping others to, uh, to, to respond with us in, in, in a way that's going to make this world amazing, not just average yeah that's right well uh kirsten let's remind folks and uh, richard tell us more uh, coming up it's april 10th right uh one of your crisis resilience uh live sessions uh, so from a timing standpoint uh by the time our podcast airs that will be the next time so tell us a little bit what people could expect uh at this uh, online session yeah, sure. So it's 20 minutes a day. Uh, I'll make sure we'll look at the times in terms of your time frames. Uh, it's 20 minutes a day, and we're going to take them on a journey of really understand how to use the app. Again, it's free, and to how to go about reframing, retraining, and getting themselves into a place where every day they're, uh, they're, they're focused, they're aligned to their true purpose. I know that's what they're here to do a little bit more, but it's a bit of a journey on um, – building them a stronger, uh, retraining the mind, you could say, so they can get in there and look for what's working really well for them and get rid of everything that's not working well for you. It's time to clean down. It's time for this planet to uh, go within. Uh, and so a lot of people do get scared about going within. Don't be concerned. It's a very easy task, one step at a time. And then as you go within, you're going to start seeing more shining light. And so we're just taking people in slowly to see who really are we, not what we've become. 
And so once you start tapping at who we really are, and then as that uncovers, as again, that seed will start growing. Uh, and this is sometimes hard to understand, but then letting that, um, you could say, ferment, just bring it out and then at the same time give them new habits that they can work towards because what we're doing is after, I mean, I'm 44 years old, I've been trained for a lot of those times uh, in this world, I need to untrain myself. Right. We all need to untrain. So that's part of it is to retrain, you could say, not untrain, retrain, and that's what we're going to be doing and allowing people to take the fast track to where they need to be, want, where they'd like to be. So there's a slow track. We have just got the light on the fast track for them to get there. And it's up to them if they want to uh, walk the track, though. But um, it's a fun track if they do. Uh, that's great. And they can find out more on your website? Yeah, that's right. So the one on there today is, uh, this website is updated for today's one, but we'll be putting the new one up there in the next 24 hours. So, uh, but it's ready to go. We've already got a couple of hundred lined up because my team in Turkey are running that, but it's eight o'clock uh, Melbourne time. So that I'll just have to look to see if that's the right time for you. Yeah, guys. Well, but if we'll, it's not, we'll, post, we'll post that, but uh, qualitymindglobal.com is where we can go to start getting in there. Yeah, and Quality Mind Global uh, for the App Store and Google Play as well. So that's exactly right. So, but if it, this uh, isn't the right time frame, Mark, we can always create a new one uh, for no, the US. No, I'm sure it'll be great. So, so Richard, as we uh, turn the corner here, our time uh, is almost up. But uh, you know, the title of this podcast, IntelliKey Leadership Stories. I don't know if you ever knew the word IntelliKey before. I didn't. Kirsten educated me on what this means. But it's this idea of, of being able to fulfill your in, inner potential that you had all, always. Mm. You know, you have this potential in you. And you mentioned a seed. A seed has IntelliKey in it. It needs yes. to be planted, watered, you know, nurtured and weeded and all the other things that you were talking about. But I, I'm curious as you think about people and their inner potential and bringing that out, what, what can we do better to prepare ourselves to let that potential out and uh, and live life to our fullest. And that's great, Mark. And because we're all on the same page here, which excites me, is that the answers are always within. And we heard that from the Dalai Lama to, you know, all our major spiritual leaders around the world, they always say that one thing, the answer is always within. And hence why uh, we just need to give people the tools to go within so they can find the answer. I and mean, that's, that's intuitive leadership. And so, um, uh, again, if the listeners here really want to go down this track, but not in a, a sense of being too woo-woo or out there in a modern-day world, is just get onto the Quality Mind app and just start the process of cleaning down what you don't need. Because as you do that, you'll start to see that your intuitive level, your intelligence system will activate. And, then, uh, and that's when you start getting connected to that inner intelligence, which is everything we're teaching with quality mind. But you've got to have, one, the awareness that, that it is there, uh, and two, the acceptance that, uh, and the allowance, really, to let it through. And then once it does come through, accept that it does have what you need. And so every time I have a difficult decision to make or whatever it may be, I go into that place and it's just it's, it's like a muscle. You need to work on the muscle. Um, and so... I can't, I can't say any more. That's probably why we're talking this website, webinar uh, podcast is because we have the tool for you. Mm -hmm. And then exactly. if I may as well, you also have written three books, um, one to be released in July. So you have the minds of winning teams, 
injury-free and then stress-free will be released in July. Is that correct? That's right. It's called stress-free managing pressure in unprecedented times. And so what's going to happen here is after we get out of this pandemic, there's going to be the realignment take place and we need to help people get back on their feet quickly. And so there's going to be a lot more pressure then because uh, at the moment you could say the world's going into hibernation, but as you come out of hibernation, everyone needs assistance to get their life back on track. So that's what that's all about. Fantastic. Fantastic. And they can buy those books on Amazon. Where can they find the books, Richard? That's right. Amazon. Yep, definitely. Okay. And all bookstores. It's been a terrific conversation. Can't thank you enough, Richard. And uh, just just as a footnote here, as we were getting started, uh, Kirsten and, and Richard know each other and have, have worked in, in a coaching program. And then under a small world moment, it turns out I've met Richard before and it was kind of a, uh, a reunion moment. I don't know. <laughs> so it's yeah. great to talk to you again. It's all coming back to me now. Yeah, that's the quantum. <laughs> yeah. Therein lies the quantum field. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. So can't thank you enough for your insight. And uh, to all our listeners, I mean, we, we have been so appreciative of the comments uh, that we've been receiving, not only personally, and but uh, on Facebook and LinkedIn and SoundCloud, wherever you listen to podcasts, be sure to drop us a note, ask questions. Uh, we, we've got a terrific lineup of future guests coming. Uh, Dr. Marissa, Dr. James Doty, uh, we're going to be talking to a world uh, heartfulness trainer. Uh, who's uh, very well uh, trained in meditation. Uh, We're going to be talking with other coaches, other leaders, and CEOs. So if you've got questions about how they integrate conscious leadership practices into their daily lives and into their companies, please drop us a note. And uh, Kirsten, thanks for connecting us with Richard. Thanks, uh, Richard, for all your experiences and insights that you've shared with us. Yeah, incredibly grateful that you joined us today, Richard. Thank you. Absolute pleasure and well done. Keep up the great communication for the world. It needs you right now. Mm, Thank you. Thanks so much. All right, friends, we look forward to having you join us on our next episode and uh, and also uh, sharing these stories of leaders, their journeys, and reaching their full potential. And I just want to thank our producer, uh, Scott, over at TriPoint Studios. He really uh, brings this thing to life, and uh, we can't thank him enough for all that he does. So until next time, here's to your IntelliKey as you grow as a leader in your own life. Bye now. You've been listening to IntelliKey Leadership Stories with your hosts, Kirsten Gouldy and Mark Stenson. Connect with us on LinkedIn or visit our websites, www.pureintelliKey.com and www.mark-stenson.com. IntelliKey Leadership Stories is produced by TriPoint Studios, copyright 2020. Views and opinions expressed are not necessarily those of the TriPoint Studios or its other members. You can find this and other TriPoint podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Thanks for listening to IntelliKey Leadership Stories.